Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've been talking right the way through the morning about championship finals yesterday in the NFL. We've got our Super Bowl protagonists, 49ers and the Chiefs, and Jason Anderson, not for the first time on this show, uh, is joining us from Kansas City Sports Radio, and obviously from Kansas City Sports Radio as a mad Chiefs fan. Jason, a very good morning to you. <laughs> and to you guys as well. We appreciate it, man. It's been a, it's been a fun uh, 24 hours or so. Now, they weren't supposed to get this far this year, <laughs> were they? No, no, they weren't. I mean, that's been the big talk around here. That this was such a down year for this team. I mean, they lost two of four, one two of four, or two of six, I should say. They went two and four over six game stretch, and they had really struggled. And the one thing that they had been able to rely on throughout the season has been how good their defense has been. But the offense has really struggled. Patrick Mahomes isn't in the top five of MVP voting for the you know first time in his career, essentially. And so it, it was a season in which you thought they might just be one and done in the playoffs. And Something at the end of the season, you know, they lost to the Raiders on Christmas Day, and it was pretty embarrassing. And a number of guys last night after the game was over said that, you know, they looked back to that time, and it was sort of look in the mirror from organizational, from the top to the bottom, and kind of just uh, assess everything, take stock of the situation, and uh, started from uh, from scratch at that point, essentially, back to the drawing board. And they have been really good since then. They haven't lost a game. And the last two weeks, according to uh, some of the advanced analytics, the last two weeks have been their two best games of the season, and they came at the perfect time. Well, and how do they match up? I think they played four years ago in the Super Bowl. Uh, how, how do they match they up? They did, yeah. Um, I think it's a good matchup for the Chiefs. I mean, the one thing is, you know, I've caught a lot of flack around here the last uh, day or so <laughs> because I picked the Ravens to win. <laughs> I, thought the, uh, I picked the uh, Ravens winning 26-24 because I think the Ravens were the best team in the, in the league this year. And um, I think they have a better roster than the Chiefs, but the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and he's the best player in the world. And uh, that was the big difference in the game. And the Chiefs defense is really good as well. Um, I think it's an interesting matchup. You know, the Chiefs defense has been so good all year and to see what they did against the number one offense in the Ravens and just limit them to, you know, uh, 10 points in the game and only three points in the second half. And, you know, the, the touchdown they got in the first half was kind of a, a crazy play where Lamar Jackson ran around and escaped a couple of tackles and then threw the ball deep and they scored a touchdown. And so I think the matchup is interesting because the quarterback matchup is lopsided towards uh, the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. and the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs is really good in Steve Spagnolo and um, this is the fifth time he's been a coach in the Super Bowl and and so I think the matchup is good for the Chiefs from a defensive standpoint to slow down what the San Francisco 49ers do offensively then it would be a matter of can the Chiefs offense can can they do enough like they did against the Ravens to score take a lead and sort of hold the team off at bay. And and I think they can. I, I do like the matchup and uh, I am done picking against the Chiefs. <laughs> I did it last week and not going to do it again. That's for sure. Watching Patrick Mahomes and this team go out there and just 
looked like the better team for four quarters. Yeah, it's not a good job prospect from where you you're at. Uh, hey, look, can you tell us, <laughs> you know, from the other side of the globe, we're, we're, we're very keen observers, uh, and the, just the level of professionalism about this, the NFL is just amazing. But tell us a little bit about Mahomes and just how tough he is. It's uh, it's amazing to watch him. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And and you know, people can talk about you know the things that he does on the field, but you know, the the closest comparison that people have come up with is Jordan, Michael Jordan, well, when he played yeah, in the NBA. Really? Just that sort of refuse to lose, sort of drag everybody up. You know, one of the um, uh, one of the late writers around here was great with football and actually passed away four years ago yesterday, he called it an over-my-dead-body game for Patrick Mahomes. And would say, you know, he'd go out there and say, it's not happening. We would call it a bleep you game. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, bleep you, uh, I'm going to win this game. And Eric Bieniemy, when he was the offensive coordinator with the Chiefs, he called him a competitive prick. Um, <laughs> excuse my language, but uh, he said that's the, the player that he is. He's just so ingrained that all he wants to do is win and beat you that he's going to do whatever it takes and the players around the organization around the facilities the last couple of weeks when the talk had been the Chiefs had never played a road game in the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback and they said just something about that week getting ready to go to Buffalo and play like Mahomes was different like he was locked in like he just had this different feel even in sort of the, the walkthroughs, like he was throwing the ball as hard as he can. And everybody's like, dude, chill. I mean, uh-huh. calm down. But he's just like uber focused. And I think that's what he's been these last couple of weeks, because when he's been doubted, he finds a way to come through. And he uh-huh. uses so many different things as slights like Michael Jordan did. It, it's just amazing to watch him in this sort of refuse to lose uh, way. And I mean, he's started six years in the NFL and he will now play in his fourth Super Bowl in uh, in six years as a starting quarterback it's yeah, just incredible. it's something i've never seen before and and the talent you know goes along with uh what uh, he's the best quarterback i've ever seen if people want to argue greatest of all time tom brader patrick mahomes that's fine i think he's the most talented and, and best quarterback i've ever seen play the game wow with being such a big target too and still be able to perform like that well what um you know that mm-hmm. de- defensive structure that that uh, the defensive coach um, created to halt uh, Lamar Jackson, was that a big thing to do? Or would they have been working on yeah. that against the Ravens if it ever happened, if the clash ever happened, we're ready with this new play? You know, it's uh, it's interesting because they have. it's been a few years since they've played the Ravens mm. and they've played against Lamar Jackson so now the Ravens have a new offensive coach, and so they have a different style, a different system and how they play offense, but they have Lamar Jackson. Like, he's that same guy. So playing against him, you know, you know the speed, you know how quick he is, and you have an idea of some ways that you want to go up against him. And what the Chiefs wanted to do was send their front defensive players and then just sort of create like a pocket for him, just rush and try to close it down like slowly, like a vice grip in the pocket and, and keep him in there and not allow little lanes for him to cut through and Mm. run through and and be in the open field. And they felt like if they did that and kept him in the pocket, their, uh, their, their defensive backs, their deep players would be able to guard their wide receivers and guard their guys that are their skill position players, because the chiefs have the best secondary in the league, the best cornerbacks and safeties. They've got all pro players back there. And it worked to perfection. Mm. The defensive line was able to squeeze Lamar Jackson. He stayed in the pocket a lot. He got sacked a few times. 
And when he threw deep, there was nobody open. And, and so it's one thing to have a plan. You have to have the players to go out and execute it. And, yeah. and that's what's different about this Chiefs mm-hmm. team than, than the previous three that have played in the Super Bowl is this is the best defense they've had by far. And, and you've got a really good defensive coach with a lot of really good players. And he gets to go out and sort of pick and choose his scheme of, okay, let's do this here, let's do that there. And the players can go and execute. It's probably yeah. going to be a coach's dream to be able to have that. And, and that's what he has right now. And so the Chiefs with that defense – and then Patrick Mahomes on the other side is just uh, uh, it's been a killer combination in the uh, in the last three weeks of the season to make it through the playoffs when they were underdogs the last two weeks to win. And they're underdogs in this game against the 49ers as well. So uh, uh, we'll see if they can make it three in a row. All right. Well, we better talk about the really important stuff now. Travis Kelsey and Tay Tay. Will Tay Tay be there? And look, just talk. talk what, what happens in Kansas City about this whole romance that is that that has got the world of sport fixated? It's the most surreal thing. Like honestly, it's so crazy and surreal around here. Like we're in the Midwest, you know, Kansas City. It's a small town. You know, I mean, we don't have beaches or anything. You know, we don't, we're not New York or LA. Like we aren't the the, the the big spots where people go to. Right? She's got a house in New York. She's got a house in Nashville, and she's living in Kansas City with uh, with Travis Kelsey. And it's like, you know, my wife uh, works at a high school, and and Travis Kelsey moved from one of his houses that he lived north of Kansas City. And he moved towards uh, sort of the southern part a little bit. And then Taylor, you know, over Christmas break, you know, Tay-Tay, she, she moved in with him, you know, when she was in between tours. And so over Christmas in December, like she was there. And my wife's like, I'm a three-minute walk from Taylor Swift and Chelsea <laughs> from my work. Like, it's just, a, I mean, it's just so absurd for, for this to go on here in Kansas City. Like, there's a lot of people like going, hold on, we've got the most famous football player in Patrick Mahomes. Now probably Travis Kelsey worldwide is probably more famous than Patrick Mahomes because of Taylor Swift and the most famous pop star. And it's like right in our backyard. It's been, it's been unreal. And it's been interesting to see Travis Kelsey in town because Travis Kelsey would, would go out and people would see him like, Oh, Hey, there's Travis Kelsey. That's awesome. Now he can't go to a grocery store. <laughs> now if he goes to a grocery store, it's Travis Kelsey in Kansas. And it's like, Six months ago, the guy would walk through the grocery store and, and wave and, and, and say hi to a couple of people. Now you've got everybody stopping and videoing and trying to get autographs and taking pictures with them. And it's like, he's just trying to get some ice cream. <laughs> That's all, you know, he's, uh, and he do that. It's uh, been, it's been one of the craziest things we've seen. Well, his postseason form is back to its best. So it's working. Why, what was behind all the aggression between them and the Ravens? Well, there was a lot of talk uh, leading up to it this week. The Ravens, I think, wanted to be a team that kind of bullied the Chiefs and felt like they were a more physical and tougher team. They were going to just be able to kind of push the Chiefs around. And the Chiefs are the defending champions. And um, they've got some guys. We talked about Mahomes and his competitive nature. Travis Kelsey has that same competitive nature. And uh, I think they went into it feeling a little slighted and feeling like, okay, you guys think you're going to bully us? Well, we're actually the ones that have been the bullies of the AFC the last five years. And, and I think it showed in that experience of playing in big games because the Chiefs were able to play with an edge to get right up to the line and not go over the line to get penalties. Mm. And the Ravens played with an edge but couldn't stop when they got to the line and then picked up personal foul penalties, which helped the chiefs. And I think part of that is that's the sixth straight game. The chiefs have played in a conference championship or sixth straight year 
the Chiefs have played in the conference championship. They've been there, done that. They know the highs and lows. They know, you know, of the moment. And, and I think at times the moment might have been a little bit too big for the Ravens. Maybe next year if they meet again, they might, you know, approach it a little bit differently. But yeah. the, 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 the Cincinnati Bengals last year when the Chiefs played them in the AFC championship game, they took the same approach. They were going to talk some trash all week. They were okay. going to try to let everybody know that they're actually the better team. And the Chiefs did the same thing to the Bengals last year. And the Ravens tried to take the same approach. I'm not sure why. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm not one. I, my strategy the week leading up to playing Patrick Mahomes would not be to poke Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all all your up. big number 73. <laughs> he seemed to love it. <laughs> he, he was all Oh, no, yeah, he is. I mean, he – He's a backup guard and he loves it, man. I mean, he's, he's a guy, you know, he, he stepped in for their, for their, one of the, you know, the best offensive line, one of the best guards in the NFL who uh, tore his peck last week against the bills. And so this guy, Allegretti, Nick Allegretti had to step in and, and we, 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 uh, we, we commented about his game. I said, uh, I feel like he's just sort of an AH. Like he just gets out. He just wants to be physical. Like he wants to <laughs> to hit you and throw you to the ground. Like a, which is great for an offensive lineman, right? I mean, you got to exactly have a brawler. Right. You got to have a mauler, right? The guy that's going to be in there. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to be really physical, and he was ready. He was like, "Okay, you guys yeah. want to be physical? Cool, let's do it, man. This is my game." Hey, Jason, great insight. Really appreciate your time from the states today from Kansas City Sports Radio. Jason Anderson joining us. Thank you, mate, for your time. Thanks, Jason. Hey, as I said, anytime, guys, give me a call.